0: Good morning, City Church. This is City Church Together for Thursday, September 3rd. We're going to continue today um, giving some context to our fighter verse. Our fighter verse is this, Romans twelve sixteen. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud. Instead, associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own estimation. Yesterday, we talked about the meaning of that verse and meditate on it and pray. I want to continue through the rest of the chapter now. um, And rather than explain what this means, um, I'm going to give some context through a quote to think about how we do what this says. So this is uh, Romans 12 now, and I'm going to pick up in verse 17 and go through the end of the chapter. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Give careful thought to do what is honorable in everyone's eyes. If possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Friends, do not avenge yourselves. Instead, leave room for God's wrath. Because it is written, vengeance belongs to me, I will repay, says the Lord. But if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. For in so doing, you will heap fiery coals on his head. Do not be conquered by evil, but conquer evil with good. And that is the word of the Lord from Romans chapter 12. Um, one of my favorite uh, Christian philosophers uh, is a man by the name of Dallas Willard. He is now the late Dallas Willard as he uh, died um, just a year or two ago. But um, his picture of what Christian maturity is is Uh, can be summed up like this. When you spontaneously uh, or by way of instinct, when you think of your enemy, you think of loving him, then you have achieved or arrived at Christian maturity. You are a mature Christian. When you can think of your enemy, when you think of your enemy, you think of loving him. Um, This is from Dallas Willard's own words. I want to read this as a quote um, that gives that idea off. Jesus invited people to follow him into the sort of life from which behavior, such as loving one's enemies, will seem like the only sensible and happy thing to do. For a person living that life, the hard thing to do would be to hate the enemy, to turn the supplicant away, or to curse the cursor. True Christlikeness true compassion, uh, excuse me, true companionship with Christ comes at the point where it is hard not to respond as Jesus would. At the end of Romans 12, um, in fact, you know, from, from verse 8 onward uh, or from verse 9 onward, there are some terribly difficult commands to obey. Um, even the commands early on to love one another are, it's hard enough to to love one another to love those people that we consider to be a part of our family um, to rejoice in hope to be patient in affliction to be persistent in prayer those are all difficult things but have us you know have to do with us keeping our focus on God but when we get to loving our enemy where we actually have to think about look at, interact with someone who, frankly, we don't like very much or we don't like so much that we consider them to be against us or to want our ill or want our harm or, or um, to want to put us in a position of suffering. That is really, really difficult to do. And what Dallas Willard is saying about obeying this passage that if your enemy is hungry feed him if he's thirsty give him something to drink um, conquering evil with good what Dallas Willard says about that is that Jesus's call to us to love our enemies is not something that he wants us to do relying on our own resources rather it is something that if we will follow him if we will look to Jesus as the author and perfecter of our faith as the writer of Hebrews says if we will indeed come to him bring our burdens to him then the overflow of that will be loving our enemies the way that Jesus loves when he says when he says that Christian maturity happens um, when it is hard, quote, it is hard not to respond as Jesus would, um, the very first thing that comes to my mind is um, any sort of discipline. Uh, so a couple of things that had, that during COVID have really taken off for me that I've been able to work in as habit are uh, practicing the piano, because I've, I've never played the piano before, and I wanted to learn. Um, so just before COVID hit, we had, we had bought a uh, keyboard and had been gifted an old uh, piano and I want to learn how to play it um so I downloaded an app and I've started uh started practicing and during COVID I was at that produced a way for me to kind of play every day so I was at home a lot so I was I was practicing every day until it became a habit likewise with um with working out I was I was getting up early in the morning um two days a week to work out, and then I, you know, I'd have some kind of in-between when I'd feel terrible, and I'd be like, I, don't, I really need to get my heart rate up. I'd go for a short run on other days of the week, but it wasn't, it wasn't consistent. I had two days a week that I would work out. Well, COVID allowed me the opportunity to turn that into every day working out, and I did that for you know four or five weeks in so much that it became a habit for me. Now, here is the point that I'm making. With both practicing the piano and getting up early to work out, those are hard things. Um, I don't know which is harder. I don't know if it's harder to roll out of bed at 430 in the morning or actually do the exercise. I I debate back and forth, which is more difficult. They are both difficult things for me to do, actually doing the exercise, actually waking up, Um, sitting down at the piano. I can get so frustrated with myself that I can't. Play a song right, or that I can't get a technique right, or I can't play the chord in the right way, or I always get to a point in a song and I mess up. And why can't I get this? So it is definitely not the easy thing to do. I step into a lot of trouble and a lot of resistance in both of those areas. But because they became habit, because I stuck with them, it is now even though it's the hard thing to do seems to be to get up and exercise the hard things to do to seems to be to sit down at the piano it's not necessarily the thing I want to do but the hard thing has become the easy thing and on days when I have opportunity to skip it or miss it all of a sudden which which is the easy thing that easy thing has become the hard thing for a couple of reasons Um, one reason is because my 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 body has been trained um, to sort of take all of these cues. This is the great thing about habit that works from the outside in. My body has been trained to take all of these cues at what time it is and and uh, what time of day it is and what the situation is. Go, Oh, my body just kind of says it's time to work out or my body says it's time to practice piano. But likewise, my mind has also kind of had a transforming where I shifted from thinking of myself as I'm a person who's trying to play piano or I'm a person who's trying to work out every day to I'm a person who works out and I'm a person who plays piano. You see, it's it, it shifted from me being a person trying to do something to me actually taking on that identity. No, this is what I do. And that's part of the beauty of what habit and discipline does. That, that is what Dallas Willard is talking about when he says, true Christ-likeness, true companionship with Christ comes at the point where it is hard not to respond to our enemies as Jesus would. It's still the hard thing, you know, the easy thing to do is still revenge, but you are so, you have so developed this discipline of following Jesus, of knowing him, of walking with him, of prayer and meditation, of reading scripture. You, You are so sort of enveloped in this story That you have been shaped to the point where your initial reaction to your enemy is love. And I'm going to tell you, I am not there. Um, On Dallas Willard's Christian maturity test, um, I fail. It is still an exercise for me to think through, wait, the way that you're feeling about your enemy right now that's not Christ-like, to think through, no, 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 we love our enemies, we feed our enemies, we help our enemies. That is still difficult for me. But by God's grace, by God's grace, as I follow Jesus, I think that he will begin, and already has, begin to change my instinct. So as you read um, both, as you meditate and think about our fighter verse and the difficulties within our fighter verse, like... um uh, this month like live in harmony with one another. That's a difficult thing to do do not be proud That's a difficult thing to do and all the way through the rest of Romans 12 down to loving your enemies Remember this doesn't come to us By just trying real hard to do it It comes to us in true companionship with Christ When the disciplines in our life So are attaching us to Christ so are bringing Christ up to mind that the hard thing becomes the easy thing and the easy thing becomes the hard thing. The hard thing, loving our enemies, becomes the easy thing because how else can we think about our enemies when we're walking closely with Christ? And the easy thing to be angry with our enemies, call our enemies' names, that becomes the hard thing because we are walking so closely with Christ that there's a sense of betrayal um, if we, uh, as we look to Christ dying for his enemies. Um, so, How should we pray? How should this lead us to pray? Well, it should lead us to pray, I think, in two ways. One is to pray that God would do inside-out transformation in us, where he makes our instinct a spontaneous instinct of love toward our enemies. Two is for God to simply remind us that we have what it takes for life and godliness, that we have the strength. We have the opportunity to read Scripture. We have the opportunity to meditate on it. We have the opportunity to pray to God at any time, at all times. We have the opportunity to develop the kinds of habits of following Jesus that would bring us to this place of true companionship with Christ, Christ-likeness. So let's pray that God does this inside-out transformation, and let's pray that God would continually remind us that we have everything we need for life and godliness so we can engage in the outside-in kind of habits that would help us to reach this point. Let's be silent together and pray. Heavenly Father, we need your Spirit to do the inside-out transformation where we like Christ would love our enemies, where we as were commanded here in Romans would live at peace with one another in harmony with one another, not think of ourselves as proud but associate with the lowly. That's a hard thing to do and we cannot do it without your spirit. So please, Father, work in us as individuals and together as a church to make us Christ-like. Also, Father, don't let us simply say that we want the Holy Spirit to move Without doing some of the things that you call us to do, that make the path of the Spirit's work smooth, like disciplines of reading Scripture, of prayer, all the things that would make the hard thing the easy thing and the easy thing the hard thing. So, Heavenly Father, enlighten us. Give us the motivation um, to pick up our to pick up the Scripture and read it and meditate on it and pray. Give us the motivation to develop the habits and disciplines in our life, Father, that would yield Christ-likeness. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. City Church, go and multiply the gospel.